We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off doing celebrity things today. We'll tell you all about those tomorrow. Holly Roberts is here with me. Not doing celebrity things. We are doing the non-celebrity things. Yay! We're talking about celebrity things because mm. that's what we do, especially right. at the 3 at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? All right. Here is what we have behind door number three. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. All right. So the first thing I think you need to hear to be in the know today is, as we know, Kevin Smith, uh, director, he, you know him from Clerks, you know him from Jay and Silent Bob, you know he him from- He is Silent Bob. Uh, no, he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, yes you are correct. Oh my Silent gosh, why Bob. I just had that complete disconnect. <laughs> because to me, Silent Bob is a separate individual who's a real person. I hate to break it to I you, know, Colleen, you're right. but Silent is Bob Kevin is a fictitious Smith. character. Played by Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. And born from the brain of Kevin Smith. Okay, so Kevin Smith had uh, had a very serious heart attack the other day when he was uh, doing some some stand-up shows. He, the first After the first show, he wasn't feeling right. He checked himself into the ER. He ended up having a major heart attack, which is called the Widowmaker. Oh, man. And he's talked about it on social media, but one of the things he talked about was the outpouring of, of love and, and well wishes from people and then how those well wishes were reacted to. So I heard from people I haven't heard from in a long time. I heard from people I never heard from before. Poor Chris Pratt, one of my favorite actors on the planet, you know, put up a nice tweet where he's just like, hey, man, I don't know you that much, but like, I love clerks and I'm praying for you. And apparently like some people were like, your prayers and attacked him. And, and then James Gunn had to jump into it, be like, hey, nothing wrong with praying for a person, man. Yes. That, and number one. Oh, my God. Thanks to Chris Pratt. How sweet was that? But number two, please don't fight over stuff like that. It's a waste of time. Um, your prayer, whether you're religious or not, somebody's saying, I'll pray for you. This is like good intention. It's very nice. I love him. It is very nice. Yeah. You Thank know, you, Kevin Smith. And I think I get, like, I know, I think we all know where this is coming from, of right? Course, yeah. When there is a major event where there's a, a massive loss of life and there is some sort of political discussion to be had around that, people don't want to hear thoughts and prayers. Well, thoughts and prayers has become a loaded answer to those types of things, like a big acts of violence, exactly. whatever. Okay, thanks for your thoughts and prayers. Now do something. Now do something about it. But in this instance. This is the actual real you 
juice of thoughts and, and prayers. prayers. Yes. And and to to just I just want to just say to everybody like can't we all just get along? Well, that and graciously accept really it. Yeah, it is a kind thing to do. And yeah. and um and thoughts and prayers I further Thoughts and prayers does not mean just thoughts and prayers, right? It, it can mean and other things, but sometimes it does just mean I'm thinking about you. Yes. I am talking to the God of my understanding about what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Let it be. It is a kind thing. Thank you, Kevin Smith. Thank you for speaking up. I just, I love him. <laughs> Moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. I gotta talk about Oprah. What did Oprah do today? Perfect. <laughs> Favorite, favorite person to talk about of all time. So, you know, Oprah, we we get on her on this show for not doing things for herself because she's so rich yeah. that she could, like, you know, just buy things, right? Yeah. Why would Oprah cook her own dinner? She doesn't need to. She has a chef. Right. Uh, well, she did do something all by herself. And she apparently always does this one thing all by herself. Yesterday, I made fun of her because she doesn't pump gas. Yes. She does this one thing. You got to hear what it is. I trained my own dogs too. What? Yeah, I used tomorrow to for you know like learning to roll over kind of stuff. But just like house train, you have to house train your own dog. I thought celebrities took their dogs and dropped them off at a place. <laughs> no, and they train them and they send them back to you and you say no, 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 no. I trained three dogs at one time when they were like twelve weeks, eight weeks. I don't train dogs. To, you don't? No, you don't I, house I train your dogs. You say it, drop them off. At you the drop place. them off at the, with the I guy. Get, I have a movie trainer guy. There's Are a dog kidding? training. Well, I can't believe Oprah sitting on the ground being like sit. Sit. Like, no, no, it's not sit. It's paw. taking it's taking them out to learn not to pee or poo in the house. But you're so busy. How oh my gosh, I, I did three at one time. I almost lost my mind. <laughs> Which, oh I my almost God. lost my mind at three at one time. So the other voices you're hearing are Mindy Kaling and Reese Witherspoon. So by they're the way. promoting a Wrinkle in Time, you which think? is out on Friday. You think mm-hmm. this is a why Wrinkle we're in Time? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get it, Oprah, but. Notice she just said that she was toilet training her dog. That's it. That's it. She wasn't actually training them to do anything else but to poop outside. Yeah. That which was I, it. To which, me, is a big thing. Well, which is big. Yeah. It's commendable. Remember, but remember when Oprah, I think this was about a month ago, <laughs> in Vanity Fair magazine, they asked her what her super secret trick was in life, her hidden talent. And Oprah Winfrey's hidden talent is to clean dog poop stains off the carpet. And she really likes it. I mean, she was very excited about the process of cleaning up the dog poo from the carpet. So obviously she has an affinity for this. She's (laughs) well acquainted with the input and output of her animals. She sure is. I'm just saying. I don't know. I was mildly impressed by that because like Mindy Kaling and uh, Reese Witherspoon, I thought... That they did just ship their own dogs off to the trainer, and then the trainer brings back the dogs all trained yeah, but that's in every I, single way, okay, I but, thought. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, is that yeah. she probably shipped off the dogs for some kind of obedience oh, for training sure. or for whatever. But again, Oprah has this real special affinity for, for, for this the part input of her life, output. for the input and outfit. I mean, you know, good for good on good her. Good on you, Oprah. She's just like us. No, she's not. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. And here it is behind door number one. Colleen, I almost died on Monday night. I'm sorry to hear I literally almost died on Monday night outside of my place. I live in Minneapolis. And uh, I, I brought to you the experience that I had when I got out of my car on Monday evening. And there's a little bit of audio uh, that is on the button bar, Sonny. So I want to play for you what happened 
when I got out of my car on Monday night. Oh, did you find it? Here, I can help too. Okay. Uh, but, she's not seeing it. Oh, sure. Right. Uh, but so, you know, you're getting out of your car. One thing is very nice. It's uh, you just get out of your car. The sun is out. This has happened. Okay. Are you sure this is not an Alfred Hitchcock movie? You know, Colleen, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, so this is what I was greeted to when I got home. But what you're not getting, you're not getting the visual. This is hundreds, I kid you not, hundreds Hundreds. of crows flying and circling around my house and around my block. And they're all sitting up in the trees just staring at me, looking at my car, probably thinking, when can I take a big giant dump on Holly's car? (laughs) Oprah would be able to help you with that. That's true. But... (laughs) The fun thing is, is that there's, this is not a new phenomenon. They're actually hanging out in Loring Park, the crows. And our friends at CARE 11 News have the full story on why the crows are hanging out in Loring Park. Let's take a listen. All right. We don't have that just yet. Oh, we are working on it. You know, it's in that audio three. Yep, she's er, working. Bu- she's on the button board. We are, so, yeah. Okay. I have that ready to go for you. No. And then I, I, oh, no, and then I a, went to the button oh, bar. Oh, and- <laughs> sure. So it, go to regular sounds. Check it out there. We're doing a little on-air production, but uh, yeah, so go to regular sound, CNB Audio 1, it's right there. If you've been in the vicinity of Loring Park during evening hours lately, it is eerie. You've probably felt as if you were on the set of a Hitchcock film. But it's also cool, I mean, just to see these massive amounts of birds swirling around. Crows everywhere. But it's an amazing spectacle. Watching them closely is Sharon Steitler, a birder. They start doing what's called staging. So you'll see them in various parts of the city gathering in larger and larger numbers. And then those larger numbers join the others. And this February, they've chosen Loring Park as the location for their winter crow roost. Crows will gather by the thousands to sleep together at night in the winter. This is only in the winter. They're not mating. Steitler says that doesn't happen until mid-March. Instead, they're forming a safe haven from predators. They will come as far as 20 miles away in a radius. I just think it's really a testament to the city that these birds feel so comfortable that literally tens of thousands come here to sleep at night because they feel safe around us. And we should feel safe around them. Steitler says there's nothing to fear, but she warns we might not want to surprise them. When you startle a bird, the first thing they do is go to the bathroom. So it's going to be messy for you if you think it's funny to go in and startle them. Steitler says crows can live up to 30 years in the wild and twice that in captivity. One thing remains a mystery. We don't know who decides where the roost is. So as you admire them and their roost for the next few weeks, know this. They are one of the most intelligent bird species. In Minneapolis, Zach Lajway, CARE 11 News. That is really cool. It's cool, except that they're also roosting right by my house which is south of loring park and i tell you colleen there is nothing worse than getting a car wash having the crows roost up in the trees and then you startle them Mm -hmm. and they leave a surprise oh my god but it is really fascinating i haven't been to loring park this month so i haven't been able to see the crows doing their thing but they were definitely doing their thing in south minneapolis slightly terrifying but nice to know that 
they just want to hang out. Yeah, you. They're, they're they just, just want to be thing. understood. Yeah, let the crows crow, man, and I'll let, I'll understand them. Yes. Yeah. What did um What did we learn yesterday? What is that called? A cacophony. The sounds of of the crows. Yes. It's a murder of crows. Right. Uh, and it was that is a lot of noise right there. I bet it would keep you up at night. Yeah. All okay. Right. We're smart. All right. So now you know if you see a murder of crows, what they're doing. They're just trying to find a place to sleep. When we come back, stay awake. Elizabeth Reese is coming in with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese, she drops a ton of knowledge for us in the breaks. <laughs> and then we turn the microphones off and or on and she drops more knowledge in the form of a dirt alert. Yay. Usually the breaks have to do with what I was eating because it's lunchtime. So I'm always it works. saying, here's what I'm to for eat. It. And now I'll get to the dirt. You guys, Keith Richards has some wise words for Mick Jagger. Oh, he- I knew you would love this one. <laughs> Keith? <laughs> what does Keith have to say what to does say? Keith have to say to him? He has a lot to say, Holly and Colleen. <laughs> uh, he says that it is time for a snip. You cannot be a father at this age. Those poor kids. Keith wants Mick Jagger to get a vasectomy. I Don't love we that, all? I, I mean, I love it's, that he's, he's not. This. Keith is not wrong. Oh no, Keith no. is not wrong. But I also love that Keith has decided that the World Theater is the place to, like, <laughs> you know, play this out, have this conversation with Mick. I'm sure he said it to Mick's face. I'm sure. But I love that he's making us all privy to this, yeah, especially the in the Wall Street Journal magazine. Right? I know of all where places. all the rock and roll stars go to get the greatest press. I have to tell you though, it is you know he's on the cover of the Wall Street Journal magazine. And it is a great picture of Keith Richards. Oh, he looks fantastic. It looks really good. He looks very, um, you know, he looks weathered, but in like a fresh way. Like a joyful, happy, fresh way. (laughs) He's a fresh weathered. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of going to be my goal. Yeah, fresh weathered. I want to look fresh weathered. Yeah. I want to look weathered like I've lived. Yes. But then I want to look fresh like I'm still alive. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Which there were times where we weren't sure that Keith Richards was. And so this is actually refreshing. Yeah, they're called the 70s and 80s. Yes, exactly. It's a dicey time. Yeah. So anyway, he says it is time for a snip. We all know, of course, that Mick Jagger had his eighth child at the age of 73. That just sounds so exhausting. I mean, these babies, every baby is a gift. I mean, and it's really wonderful. That is true. But 73, you guys. Teaching him how to drive father. when he's 89 years old is not a good, that's not good. I just don't, I, it is kind of irresponsible. I mean. Is it bad that I want to know about his sexual health? Oh, there's well, Sonny over there Sonny wondering. Is. Wondering. No, it's are you not saying did he ha- did he have the aid of medication like, yeah, to seventy three to make that all work? Be making it happen. Of course, <laughs> he had the aid of medication. No worries, but that's okay. We all rock our own vibes. That's true. Yes. I mean, Mick no, Jagger isn't exactly intended. like the peak of health and wellness. I mean, no, if I maybe would not look at a pic. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, 
which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sure, if Mick Jagger and say, virility. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Who do you look at a picture of, Holly, and think virility? <laughs> Not Mick Jagger. Not Mick I've Jagger. Got How about Orlando Bloom? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Remember him on the paddleboard? Oh, yes. That's virility that, right yeah, there. 100%. Yes. Okay, so Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom confirm they are back together. Oh, this wow. is surprising to me today. I, know, I, read, I did not know this. I didn't know this either. And then I read the story and then I had to just check the date to make sure that I wasn't like reading an old story. Being trolled by a bot. Um, but apparently it is. They all but confirmed they were back together. They were spotted on a romantic trip to Prague. So she was strolling around the city. All with right. Him. Mm-hmm. And he had his little Good. dog. And there are lots of rumors that they've rekindled their relationship. They split after a year together last March, but reportedly rediscovered their close connection during a trip last month. Well, isn't this Katy Perry's MO? She's kind of an off again, on again type of girl. Yeah, she she'll that, go back to the well. Yeah, she'll go back to the well. Yeah. I feel like her relationship with John Mayer was in the same fashion. Yeah, and you're right. you know what? If she wants to have fun. Go on more paddleboarding adventures with Orlando Bloom. It'll be fun for all of us. It'll be fun for all Uh of us. So really, she's doing us a public service. So I I, uh, definitely commend Katy Perry this afternoon. She's also wearing like sort of a feather boa and a sleeping bag with a Chanel fanny pack. A sleeping bag. This green suit looks oh, yeah, like a sleeping bag. Oh, it looks like a, yes. Yeah, but here in Minnesota, we understand that. Yeah, but then she's wearing white the, Adidas sneakers, so you can tell that she does not have any. So it's a fashion sleeping bag. It's a and fashion she has a sleeping puffer bag. coat over her sleeping bag. I mean, that's yeah. not, you don't do that. No, that's like, that's like when the trend in California was to wear the Uggs all the time. With and I would think to myself, you don't shorts. even oh, know. Thanks for the 2004 flashback. Yeah, you don't even know. Wasn't it bad? How Juicy tracksuits, top on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was a dark time. What do you think right now we're going to look back on and think, what a stupid trend. What oh, a stupid thing I'm we wearing, were wearing. I'm wearing it right now. What is it? I'm wearing a onesie. Well, not oh, a onesie. Like a bodysuit. Well, I'm wearing a yeah, bodysuit. And I'm going to look at this 10 f- years from now and I'm going to be what the hell were you thinking? But kind of like how we did that. In the, yes, exactly. Yeah. In the 90s, we did it. In the also, early 2000s, we thought that's contempo casuals. No, thank you. High now wa- it's back. High-waisted flood pants. Yeah. I love them. I wear them. I'm going to look five years from now. And again, I'm going to say to myself, what the hell were you thinking? What that was is I doing? so stupid. Mm. I know, but you do look cute now. Yes. You and, look very, very cute. And that's all that matters in exactly. the moment. Exactly. Exactly. You guys, the Oscars get gift bag apparently worth $138,000 this year includes a 12 night trip to Tanzania, a diamond necklace and I like this a $10,000 donation to an animal shelter. Okay, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that charitable giving. Uh let's go back to that vacation again. Yeah, How many days? How many days? Uh 12 night trip to Tanzania. Well, who ta- what? Who yeah. takes a 12 night trip? When was the last Lori. time? Lori. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yes, Lori from We Lori can't all Julia. be Lori. No, we can't all be Lori, obviously. Well, nights. I mean, I can't. No, what? They also get two other trips. They get a week at a four-star resort in Hawaii and then another stay at um, some luxury villas uh, in Greece. And they get a conflict-free diamond net necklace you know what's interesting about this they've been doing these bags for 16 years it's not sanctioned by the academy and apparently they do get taxed on it so a lot of people give this stuff away or Mm -hmm. they donate it to charity and then it can be auctioned off or something like that 
still. I'm I'm, um, I'm here to receive any yeah, of those unwanted I would like trips. to be the charitable g- receiver. Yes. Can yeah. we be the charitable? Are, our hearts are yeah. open to the possibilities. <laughs> Remember when I said 12 days sounded like, I'm actually okay with that, surprisingly, mm-hmm. See, right now. Look. I'm fine with it. Yes, 12 days should thinking. be the new one-week vacation. You really can't relax. It's like getting a massage oh. for 60 minutes. It's worthless. You should go, you got to go for the full ninety to mm-hmm. get full relaxation. A week vacation really should be ten days to yes. get full relaxation. Yes, Elizabeth Reese. I thought of the last few moments we spent together as its own vacation. So thank you. Oh, yes. you little lumbum. <laughs> Thanks for later. bringing the dirt alert, Elizabeth Reese. Now we need a caller to play our thirty second pop culture challenge six five one six four one one zero seven one. We're going to give you thirty seconds to answer five questions. You could win a prize, but you have to get them all right. And we only do it at twelve thirty and only. Only on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071-651-641-1071. We're gonna give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. It is called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's off today. Holly Roberts is in, and this is your 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 second pop Challenge. All right, we've got Pam on the line. And Holly, what is Pam playing for today? I think Pam is playing for a MyTalk 1071 goodie bag. Hi, Pam. Hi there. So Holly's going to ask you the questions. The timer will start after she asks the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Here All we right. go. Here we go. What was the Spice Girls debut single? Pass. The Sega video game character Sonic is what type of animal? Hedgehog. The Bachelor airs on what TV network? Um, ABC. What musician had the nickname the King of Pop? Nat King Cole? No. Elvis? No. Keep going, keep going. Later, later. Later, later, Pam, Pam. Um, go, go, go. Elton John. No, no, no. Um, you can pass. pass. All right, can we talk? What's the catchphrase of what comedian? Uh, Seinfeld. Oh! You know what, Pam. though? You got say that that, uh, that uh, Sonic was a hedgehog, and that was impressive yes, to me. That, Thank you yes. for playing, Thank you, Pam. Pam. Thank, Thank you so you. much. All right, let's go through the answers of some of the questions for the 30-second pop culture challenge today. What was the Spice Girls' debut single? Wannabe. If you want to be my lover. Yes. And mm, I love that um, Which musician had the nickname the King of Pop? That was Michael Jackson. She was a little early. She was a little yeah. early, but that's okay. And can we talk... What's the catchphrase of which comedian? Joan Rivers, the late and great, hilarious Joan Rivers. Yes, the late and great Joan Rivers. Ah, well, you can play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize. It is harder than it sounds. And after we're done playing that, we like to answer or we like to solve some mysteries. And we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the item. <laughs> All right, so our first blind item today. Ooh, it's very exciting, Colleen. Uh-huh. Uh, we have to think about an A plus lister. Ooh, fun. Okay. An A plus lister. So here is our first blind item about an A plus lister. Mm-hmm. Nothing anyone says from this movie gets anyone more excited to see it. It will probably be the biggest bomb in the career of this A plus lister. Now the studio is even trying a co star, our dating. Angle, which is such crap. A co-star okay. dating angle. So, okay, so think so about this: an A plus, plus lister who's just 
about to have the biggest bomb of their career. So think of a movie that's coming out starring an A-plus lister mm-hmm. that we talk about all the time. That's coming out. See, I, I'm yes. thinking of Jennifer Lawrence. I think that's correct. Is it correct? Ding! Okay, so yes. who is the who is the um who's the co-star that they say that she's dating now? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, it's totally a thing. Let me read you a headline, okay. Colleen, from one day ago from the DailyMail.com. Jennifer Lawrence and Joel Edgerton are reportedly dating. Okay. Yes. This is Listen, I have not heard great things about this movie to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can kind of see that the press that they're doing looks a little desperate. Oh, so totally. this has yeah. the ring of truth to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Jennifer Lawrence. So okay, let's, so let's fill, fill in, in the I'm blanks. I'm going to fill in the yep. blank on this blind item. Nothing anyone says from Red Sparrow gets anyone more excited to see it. It will probably be the biggest bomb in the career of Jennifer Lawrence. And now the studio is even trying a co-stars or dating angle with Jennifer Lawrence and her co-star Joel Edgerton, which is such crap. It's totally not true. Okay, Okay, again, and yeah. I love to do, I love it when you do this, when you fill in yes. the blanks and we go back and I start to think about, put the pieces yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the other things that I've seen them doing with this movie is, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, she is coming out ahead of anybody complaining about any nudity in the movie. Yes. You're and she's so... really defensive about it, which tells me that they're probably pushing that angle yes. as a means by which to get people to see the movie. Oh, of course. And right? that she's owning it and yeah. that she wasn't uncomfortable with it whatsoever right. and that this is a new phase in her career. And so, yes, they're getting at the angle of people who want to see boobs. Right, because the narrative is like trying <laughs> bo- to be really thoughtful about the boobs, but the, the truth is they're just segment. like, come see the movie, there are boobs in the movie. Right, because now they're going at that angle that that's the only redeeming thing about this movie in the first place. Okay. okay. Okay, that's fascinating. All right, let's let's do another. All right, we have to think about an A-list mostly movie actress. Okay. An A-list mostly movie actress. Mm-hmm. This A-list mostly movie actress is going to take the role as a villain, but had previously to- been told that they were going to cast her as a superhero and give her a franchise. She wants to know... Who she ticked off. Okay. A-list, mostly movie. She was going to be cast as the superhero. They've decided to cast her as a villain, and she is not excited about it and doesn't know why. Well, she kind of knows knows why, why. but she wants to know who she made mad at the studio for them to make this decision. Can you give me, um, like, an... Like a an age range, yeah, uh, late thirties, early forties. Okay, late thirties, early forties. Yes, and she has been nominated for Oscars. Okay, uh, she is pretty popular right now. She, I don't think she's ever done any television, but she's known for her movies. I will also say that she has been very outspoken in the Me Too movement right. and Times Up. So that's what I'm thinking is it has to be somebody who's had a loud voice during the Times Up. Yeah. Um. And, 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 oh. Nope. I was going to say Amber Tamlin. No. But that doesn't feel right. No, that's not right. That's um, not right. All right. So somebody, she's been very vocal on social media about her position, including not only the Me Too movement, Time's Alyssa Up. Alyssa Milano? No, not oh no. I know, A-list I was trying to put, I know, oh, sorry, please. also she's TV, Also she's. TV. I was just excited about um, it. She's also been in the news for pay equality issues, so she's really vocal. Her name? Mm-hmm. 
is starts with a J. Why is this so hard for me? She's a big movie star. I know. She has red hair calling. Come on. She is a red hair sister with you. That made it worse. Who is it? Jessica Chastain. Oh my gosh, you guys, what is wrong with me? Yeah, what is wrong Jessica with Chastain you? ain't going to be a, 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 a superhero. No, so let's fill in the blank for you oh on this gosh. blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Okay. Jessica Chastain is going to take the role as a villain. The role that she is taking is Dark Phoenix in the next X-Men movie. Oh. That is a villain in that movie. But she had been previously told that they were going to cast her as a superhero. And not only that, that she would get her own franchise. She wants to know who she ticked off. That is fascinating. Now, okay, is it? Is it possible? I mean, is it possible that they just decided to go a different route well, with the totally, movie? It's totally possible. Right. But if we're to believe Crazy Days yeah. and Nights.net, nothing is just of coincidence. Right. That maybe yeah. she did say or do something that made them feel like they didn't want to put all their eggs in that basket for yeah. a franchise. Yeah. Interesting. Also, I would just like to speak out against redheads always getting put in the villain role. Oh. We have a soul. Bitter party. Of a one. little bit. Sorry. Bitter, bitter All right. Okay. One. We have time for one more. Yes. We have a B list celebrity offspring of a former A plus plus lister. Okay. A for a B list celebrity offspring of a former A plus plus lister. Okay. This B plus list celebrity offspring of a former A plus plus lister says she gave almost ten million dollars over the years to this organization that also knows a bunch of secrets she never ever wants to get out. It might seem like she is opening up, but it is nowhere close to what she is hiding. Okay, wait, I need you okay, I need you to say that again because I need to hear I need to hear some of the finer details. All right, let's go through this with a yep. fine tooth comb. Uh-huh. This B plus B plus list celebrity offspring mm-hmm. of a former A plus plus lister okay. says she gave almost ten million dollars over the years to this organization that also knows a bunch of secrets she never ever wants to get out. Mm. It might seem like she's opening up, but it is nowhere close. To what she is hiding. So here's what I think we know is that typically when we're talking about an A plus plus lister, it is of a presidential persuasion. No, not necessarily in this case. Not necessarily in this case. Now, okay. A plus plus can also mean this person is a legend. They are a household name. Now, this person is A plus plus for their role in the entertainment industry. Like they are legend. Are we talking about Lisa Marie Presley in this regard? We totally are. Are we? Okay. We totally are. Okay, so let's fill in the blanks and then let's try to figure out what's yes, actually all right. happening. So Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis Presley, say, says she gave almost $10 million over the years to this organization. One can only assume that organization Scientology. Scientology. Mm-hmm. Uh, that also knows a bunch of secrets she never ever wants to get out, assuming from the auditing process of mm-hmm. Scientology. And it might seem like she's opening up. She's opening up about a lot of financial issues that she's having right now, but mm-hmm. it is nowhere close to what she is hiding because she is suing her former business manager, saying that he ripped her off and now she is broke, that she only has what, like $15,000 and half a million dollars in credit card debt? That's nuts. Yeah, she's been talking about that. She's also, I feel like she's also been talking about. Some uh, struggles with drugs. Am mm-hmm. I making that up? I f- was that her that was talking about? I just know that I've seen her her name and had a lot of different headlines. Yes, for a lot of different reasons. Exactly. And we also read a, a um, blind item recently that kind of put her and Leah Remini 
uh, in cahoots in a conversation right. about Scientology. Well, and that Scientology was pitting the two of them against each other mm-hmm. in the tabloids, which was totally not the case. Mm-hmm. And that page six was buying the story from Scientology that the two of them hated each other. That story ran late last summer. Ooh, I want to know all the dirt. Oh my gosh. CrazyDaysAndNights.net. <sighs> it will whet your appetite for all the dirt that's coming down the pike. Okay, now when we come back, Holly and I both have something called TV stress. We're pretty sure you've had it too. You might even have it now. We're going to give it to you even worse when you see all the things that are coming. TV stress after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right, you guys, TV stress, it's a real thing, and we have it on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We podcast on the Podcast One Network. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is not here today. Holly Roberts is in. And uh, when we say everything entertainment, we also mean everything TV. And TV is everything. And it's going to stress Colleen, you out. Colleen, there's too much TV. I don't know what to do about it's it. It's an embarrassment of riches. It is an embarrassment of riches. But Colleen, I'm very stressed. I was stressed at the fact that Netflix is going to be spending $8 billion dollars on original content this year alone in 2018 they're spending eight billion dollars and colleen they are unleashing 700 new netflix originals worldwide that is insanity i don't know what to do i'm feeling very stressed out right okay, now. okay let me just let, little bites okay little like bite. i like oh, to say I, little thank bites you, thank you let's chew let, and chew that's okay. what i say to my ki- kids well thank you because i need your motherly advice right <laughs> now my motherly advice yes so because that we are in a new era of television yes. right this is yes. a whole new frontier we've moved call it the golden this, age. yeah let's call it like the second golden age or something i mean let's make a kicky name for it platinum age sure let's go platinum because right. because tv is no longer consumed in the way that it used to be consumed no it used to be consumed over the air only typically on the networks the major networks and then some of the cable you know uh pay-per-view or pay for you know, subscription service those kind of got in the game right right and then we went straight outside of that to streaming services like netflix like hulu like prime all of those making their own kind of networks right yes and they're deep and wide and full and robust they you make do, me panic. You, you need not I, panic. And here's why. I don't why. know what to... Okay. Put, <gasps> I'm going to put it in perspective for you. Thank you. Um, because not... Just because they're making 700 different new original series does not mean they're all going to be good. Does not mean they're all going to appeal to you. You still get to pick and choose. And and even better, and this is the thing that I, I have tried to hold myself to this um, rule... I will not, I, if there's something I'm excited about and interested in, I will go to it. I will stream it. If it's something that doesn't immediately catch my eye, I, I go for the rule of three. If three different people, different people at different times come to me and say, are you watching XYZ? You would love XYZ. I need to hear it three times before I'll pull the trigger on it. Because otherwise I don't have the time for it. That's true. Mm-hmm. But the opposite effect has been happening to me, Colleen, is that we have so much content out there that I get overwhelmed uh-huh. and then I never start anything. Right. Like this last February, I've been pathetic. 
I haven't been watching anything because it's watch, like you, you're paralyzed yeah, by all the options. Yeah, I'm paralyzed by all the options, mm-hmm. and I'm like, when, what am I going to commit to? Or you know, somebody says that they like this, but then I don't know if I should trust their opinion, and then maybe I should go to somebody else. I like the rule of three, yeah. In as much as you're saying three different, completely different people, yep. are telling you to go and watch this show at three different times, at so three it can't times. be like ping pong around the oh, room. Oh, sure, it can't be a conversation where it's like, right. oh, yeah, I like that too. Yes, three independent people at independent times. 54 new titles are debuting next month on Netflix alone. Uh, 54. Do we know anything about the 54? Are uh, they going to be well, anything exciting? 30, are there any reboots on the list? Because well, that's out. Yeah, that's out. Well, I don't know about reboots, but 30 of these shows are anime. Okay, so, so, so that's have, 30 that so, are off the so, plate okay, for good. me. So, so we're breathing through. Yeah. I did used to like anime. Sailor Moon was my girl back in the day. I get it. And you know what? Listen, if you love anime, 30 opportunities for you. All this means is I'm skipping that table okay. at the buffet. Then 80 of these shows may or may not be released on Netflix in the United States. Okay. So there you go. 80 that we don't need to worry about. So that's over 100 now that we are feeling that we've offloaded. Yeah, but can I take a beef with Netflix for a moment, Take Colleen? a beef, okay, girl. So- <laughs> take as many beefs as you want at this I, buffet. I have. Well, I'm sitting down at the buffet mm-hmm. and I'm putting on my sweatpants yeah. because I have a beef with Netflix. Now, Netflix, as a result of spending $8 billion on original content this year, they are decreasing their non-Netflix catalog, which means that they've cut the number of movies that they yeah. stream this year by 21 percent and the total number of titles in general streaming has dropped uh, like about a third and so that yeah. really makes me upset because at one point in time Netflix used to be the place where you could go to rent all sorts of movies and you would have to actually order for the DVD and send it away for it but mm-hmm. the catalog was deep and extensive and really cool and allowed you to discover new things Right? this doesn't allow you to discover new things Colleen. I, I'm a little I, salty about it I get it and I want to I honor that and I want you honor to know my, I hear you you hear my saltiness? I hear your saltiness yeah. but I, what, what the part that for me is uh that soothes me about that is that my sense is how many times have you been thumbing through netflix movies to see what's available and there is so there's a third of it is probably crap well, I know, but I want to have more crap available to me. Available, available to, me. to you. Yeah, I sure. want I want more of the crap, but that's the thing. It's that their movie selection is not good, and a lot of it, you know, I want some classic movies. Right. I know that I can go to another streaming service, Filmstruck. They offer classic movies. I think TCM has a relationship with them, but that's another streaming service that I have to subscribe, subscribe to. to. Mm-hmm. And Netflix, they have crappy public domain old movies, yeah. and I want to go deep, but then you show some weird Christmas Miss Carol that's missing 50 minutes of it because they can't get the rights to it. Right. You know, here's where I see Amazon Prime picking up the slack because now you won't necessarily get all of these things with your Amazon Prime subscription, but it will likely be available to you, whether it's to rent it or... To, to own it, you might have to buy yeah. it on Amazon and then you have it forever. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 there's so much of us that is conditioned now to, to want it to come to us in our home. I just want it now. I know. I, it's going to be okay. The other thing is the red box. I'm telling you what, do not forget about the red box. I did not do the red box thing until recently. Um, and I see the value in the red box now. And the red box is a standalone DVD rental thing Correct. that's usually outside of grocery stores. Outside of McDonald's, outside of grocery stores, outside of the Walgreens. I actually don't mind it. And you know where I find that to be the best, like the, the greatest option? 
Okay. When you've got kids and you've got a car that has the drop down screens and that's what keeps them quiet on the three hour car trip, you pick up a red box movie, you drive the three hours, you can drop it at another red box location. Life hack, Colleen. It's amazing. Life hack. You're welcome. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly's going to see if I will make it on The Bachelorette. I'm married, so I probably won't, but we're still going to do the interview after this or The Bachelor on My Talk 1071.